Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. What's going on? Hey. Did I surprise you with that? Um, a little bit. Um, <laughs> usually give me a warning, but... Do I? I think so. I mean, I, I said, are you ready? And we're going to start. And I even did a finger <laughs> three, two, one, which I've never done in my life. I've did and I also felt do weird doing it, so I stopped. So maybe that's why you didn't see it. Yeah. And still you were like, ah! <laughs> How's it going? Good. I'm just looking at... Pictures of pizza. <laughs> okay. Right well, there. go ahead and close that window. Uh, we're going to get started here. <laughs> we're going to have episode 86. We're getting closer and closer to 100, which is when we're going to call it quits. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but... Um, Wait, how many weeks are in a year? 52. Oh, I think so you just asked me that recently because you were I trying did? to figure something Yeah, you were trying to figure something out. Oh. So, yeah, we, we, basically, we definitely are not doing... <laughs> One every week because we definitely <laughs> would have passed a hundred a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But hey, you take what you get, guys. Yeah, um, yeah we're going to be talking about unusual crimes this week. Going flashing back to the very first episode that we had. Actually, it was the second one we recorded, but the first one was like so crappy in like quality that we couldn't release <laughs> it. I forgot what it was even. No, we we did release it at some point. Oh, we did. It was about it was about kids. Okay. Um, and I talked about Mish- Mishkola, I, forget, uh, I think his name Yeah, was. like ter- like uh, Terrible Kids or something. Or no, like, no, no, no. Well, he oh, was like kind of- this was the, yeah, like Badass Kids. Badass Kids, yeah. We but- did release that one. I don't know if I remastered it or what happened to that one. <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, it's still like one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to be getting into that a little bit later. But first, we'll catch people up with Quarantine Corner. Um we actually recorded, we released the last episode, like, just after the winter storm. And I said I would kind of catch people up on that. But, I mean, it's, it was it's bad. pretty, yeah. We can just kind of sum it up quickly. We had to stay at my sister's because we had no heat and no water for, like, four days. And halfway into that, we had to take our dogs over there. And yeah. uh, they, no, she I, luckily had power. The whole time. There was one point where I was just like under the blankets with the dogs and just like just trying to <laughs> stay warm. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. But luckily we made it okay and didn't have any pipes burst um, as of yet. In yeah. A, in a couple weeks. Well, I mean, if they shouldn't burst week. now. That would be bad luck. Be, yeah, that would be unrelated probably. So we were very fortunate coming out of it compared to what a lot of people had to deal with. So... Hopefully, um, we can make changes to not let something like that happen again, because that seemed like a very bad infrastructure problem with our energy sources Yeah, that uh, Texas likes to be. Texas is the only one that would have to deal with They're that. The only one with their, with their own grid. Yeah. Power grid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's that. Um, another thing that happened, um, actually today, I didn't share it with you because I wanted to bring it up on the podcast. Oh, okay. It was not, it's not a major thing, but just something that annoyed me. I know you like to hear me rant about stuff sometimes. Mm. Um, I was at the, I, I work college basketball games sometimes. And today I was at, uh, I was at one and they have, uh, of course they have a, uh, a rule where you need to wear a mask at all times, mm. unless you're actively eating or drinking, which is like, a, you know, that's what they do at. A lot of places. Most places, yeah. Yeah. And I guess at a restaurant, unless you're seated at a table, you know. So here they have the signs out front. They have, um, they even have people walking by like during every timeout with a sign that says, um, wear your mask. It has a picture of a mask. It says mm-hmm. like, he just walks, he walks, you know, across the, uh, all of the sections 
And it says, unless actively eating or drinking. Well, there were these two um, guys a couple rows in front of me that um, came in. It was like an older guy and maybe his like grandson or something. Mm-hmm. Some little ginger dude, teenager guy. <laughs> maybe not teenager. I, I'm under. I'm under there. He's probably like mid twenties, but kind of young looking. Um. Anyways, okay. he. Uh, I heard them kind of mention something about like masks when they saw that guy with the sign because neither of them had them on at all. And then they both got up and went to like get a couple of waters and like popcorn to share. And I quickly learned during that like they basically got that just so that anytime that guy came by to see who was not wearing their mask, they would just like he would just put a water up to his like and like he'd just start drinking it or he'd get like mm-hmm. a handful of popcorn. But they would keep their mask down the entire time, even if they're not eating or drinking. So I was like, kind of annoying, whatever. And so that was like throughout. And then um, after a while, the the grandpa or whoever he was, um, he kept his mask on. But the other the other dude was he kept it off like the entire time. They had like those, you know, generic white like nurse ones or whatever, you know, yeah. the white and blue mm-hmm. masks. And so, but what also annoyed me was the the guy that was walking through with the sign. Mm-hmm. He, I wish people could see it, but like it was basically a sign on a on a stick, you know, that you would just hold up. But he would he was he'd walk through, he'd walk down this along the stands, but he he would shield his entire face, so he's not looking at anybody throughout this, not correcting anybody. Like mm-hmm. people usually go like, "Hey, you like point," and they they yeah. put the mask up, and then oh, sorry. He was just every time he's just like the shyest, like the shyest security guard you'd ever see. It's like if you were a security <laughs> guard. <laughs> well, no, because I'd be annoyed at that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in general, I'm shy. But he would every time he'd walk back and forth. Every time he would never even look at anybody. And I'm like, what is the point of you then? <laughs> you don't care that this guy had his mask down the entire time. Finally, a woman came down, or another security, and she was talking to him. But I think they were just talking about random stuff. And then she kind of did a check. This was like in the third quarter. She did like a check and she could see her calling out a lot of people like, hey, put your mask up. And they were all okay, okay, okay. Then she walked up to where this guy was because she saw he had his down. And he had already finished his water at this point. Mm -hmm. But like when that other guy was coming through, he would just pick up like the empty bottle. And like that guy would be like, oh, I can't see you anyways. Like, are you drinking air? (laughs) Yeah. So it... (laughs) So she came over and she told him, hey, you need to keep your mask up. And he's like, oh, sorry. And then he's just like rolled his eyes like so hard and just like said something to to his grandpa. Mm. And then um, immediately put it back down under his nose. And the, they, they just kept looking for other people to call out. Kept it under his nose the whole time. Eventually, when they walked back, the guards walked back, put it under his chin, had under his chin the, for maybe the next quarter. And then again, the guy, this time the, the woman had left because it's not her normal spot, I guess. He came back, looked at him. Uh, he came back maybe three more times, like going back and forth, not looking at all of the crowd. And finally, one time he kind of looked and I and like I had my hands out, like, <laughs> like both <laughs> hands out, like, look at this kid right here. He, he has it under his chin. I didn't say anything, but I was just kind of like, please, like, what is the point of you? And so he... Uh, he finally, like, you know, he gestured to pull it up, and then he pulled it up again, but under his nose, again, immediately under his nose, no call out of that, and then right when that guy turned his back, 
he put it back under his chin and he just like kept it there. And I'm just like, oh my God, like how hard is it? Like half a million people have died from this. And it's just a piece of cloth you have to put on your face for two hours. Not even two hours. You can take it off to take a drink or get some popcorn or M&M's or take a breath because you can't breathe under that. <laughs> but no, it's just like, it's just, a, it's probably, I don't, I don't want to read into his mind, but it's probably a political thing where he thinks like people are trying to control him or probably like that one government. guy at the gym I mentioned last episode. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that's just, uh, that just annoyed me so much. And I was just like, like, how, like, and he was two rows ahead of me. Yeah. So. If I was, like, vulnerable, if I was, like, an older person, like, the one next to him, maybe, his own grandpa, I would have maybe, you know, moved or talked to the guard or something. But I just kind of rolled my eyes the whole time. and was just, like, people... We were both annoyed by kids this week. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah. You can... Yeah. Yeah. What happened with you? Um, Yours is a lot younger. This guy was, like, in his 20s, probably. Yeah. Well, so, whenever I get back home... it's This has happened twice already. Um, when I'm heading back home from work and like there's this kid that like the first time he was right like running like next to the side of my car and I slowed down <laughs> so like you know I wouldn't hurt him or anything <laughs> um, and then and you know he kept like just running next to my car and that's super annoying <laughs> um, and, but whatever and then and then this week recently um he like he came again and he was running on the side of my car again so then i sped up because i was like <laughs> yeah. fuck this kid yeah and, and then he flipped me off i saw him <laughs> in my rear view mirror flipping me off i was as i was driving away and we're talking about like a nine-year-old or something yeah he's yeah he's he's like nine or ten yeah. or something like that uh and you know me like i work with kids with disabilities so it's really hard to annoy me or get me frustrated <laughs> um but like at least with my kids with disabilities i know like you know if they're um if they're doing something like you know like you know, I had like uh, some students like shove me or, right, right, yeah. or like leave the room where like we're trying to do in the middle of something <laughs> like like I know because they have the, a disability. So I don't take it personally. Like it's not me, but it's just like this kid is like typically developing. He's just a shit kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. So I did see him the next day after you mentioned that story. Yeah. Like, someone was delivering to us. And um, it was like a, a, a um, DPS truck or something, and he was just kind of like there was two. There were two kids right behind it, and um, as he left, it was, uh, they started running after it, like pretty close behind it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are they doing? And these are definitely the kids that flicked off Mindy. So. Yeah, I, can, I know who and, they are, so I have my eyes on them. Yeah, I, like, I wish I knew where, who their parents yeah, me were. Yeah, just, just because, it's, one, it's annoying, but two, it's also very dangerous. <laughs> I know. I know. If that truck had stopped, he could run into it. Or or he's also, like, it's a two-way it's a two way um, street that mm-hmm. we're on. So if there's a, a blind spot or something, then that's that could be an issue, too. Yeah. But it's not as important as how annoying they are. If he gets hit, it gets hit. Um, <laughs> see that's why I stick with kids with disabilities <laughs> yeah so alright well I guess we both got we're annoyed by we should just switch this to annoying kids <laughs> this week <laughs> we'll get back to unusual crimes next week no but alright so let's go ahead and since we ranted a little bit let's uh, give you a little treat here Yay. we're going to get back into Mindy Tries It and I have a new one that looks pretty interesting if you want to open it 
It's like a gold little packet that has leaves this. and something on it. Yeah, and it has Let's words. See if you want to open it and maybe guess, you might be able to guess what kind of thing it is, possibly. Okay. I'm still waiting for the mochi. I know there's mochi in mm -hmm. there. It's not the mochi this time. I know it's not the mochi. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. So, again, this is a uh, Japanese snack box that she's trying stuff out of every... It looks like a cloud. <laughs> like, it's like a... What color is it? Like Green. It's like yellow and green. It's, it's shaped like, a... like an empanada or something. I mean, I mean, empanadas, aren't they like the it's cloud shaped. of food? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's like... It kind of looks like a puff cracker. Wait, is it just one in there? Yeah, it's only oh, one. Shit. okay. I'll give you half, but it's like... So oh, go like ahead and just take, a, just take a bite out of it and okay. then I'll take one. Okay. But yeah, you can see if you know what it is. <laughs> Very crunchy. Very crunchy. Alright, now I'm going to try it. It's a, like a tiny bit spicy. Mm -hmm. It just tastes like a cracker with some kind of weird seasoning on it. Like a cracker? Mm-hmm. Like there's something green. That got off my fingers, but I can't, like, tell what it tastes like. There's, what is that? There's, like, so many seasonings on it, like a, like a cinnamon and a mm -hmm. sugar. Well, I'm going to tell me you know the hell. Okay, so this is edamame senbai. Okay. Made with summer harvested edamame bits hmm. baked into the cracker. This senbai is sprinkled with kinako, which is roasted soybean powder. And has a deliciously nutty crunch. So yeah, they have a little picture of it there that has okay. the yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the seasoning was on it, but it's good. A little bit like cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, cracker. I like this one. I approve this. Approve. One. Thumbs up. Yeah. All right, thumbs very up. good. <laughs> I'm gonna eat that mochi like you off the podcast <laughs> at some, one okay, day. Okay, I'll do it very soon. <laughs> I'll just do it next week if I remember. Okay, I do like mochi. It's supposed to be a surprise, but yeah. No, well, I, I, I know <laughs> You're just it's... just waiting for it. Because, like, when we opened it, that's the first thing I saw, because I love mochi. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm um, just going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to eat it, and we're not going to ever see it on the podcast. No, well, I mean, we already tell, I already tell them I'm going to eat it, and the next podcast, I'm like, yeah, uh, I Maybe ate I'll it. just hide it right after the episode. <laughs> not if I eat it first. <laughs> <laughs> we just both run off. All right, so all right, for some from something you approve to one of the worst questioning Floridas I have ever told. Oh, great! That you will definitely disapprove. Let's get into questioning Florida. So, I've talked about some low lives before, but this one is just wow. <laughs> this one, uh, thanks. This is from uh, about 10 days ago as of this recording, February 17th. It's from the Orlando Sentinel that reported this. And here's the headline. Central Florida man arrested for burglarizing homes while families were at funerals. What the hell? <laughs> your, your voice changed for that one. Yeah, what are your initial thoughts on that headline? Uh, I mean, burglary... In itself is an asshole kind of move, <laughs> but whether people are in funerals, like they—that's not like 
you know, someone just like picks a random home and just burglarizes it. Like he had, a, he had to do re- or she had yeah. to do research. It is on a the, he, oh, it's Florida man. Yeah. Um, sorry, I like to assume that women can commit <laughs> crimes as well. <laughs> it's very progressive of me. Um, he like he's had to do research on these people to know that they were at a funeral, so they, then he could go in and, you know, steal right. shit from yeah. their house. This is just like the next step. It's like not even just the crime, but the callousness of it is just unbelievable (laughs) let's find out how this went down so deputies arrested a central florida man accused of burglarizing at least 10 homes while the victims were attending funerals 42 year old ronald rose is in a polk county jail rose his last name is rose it's like so like you should be cool (laughs) (laughs) facing multiple counts of armed burglary and grand theft an, invest- an investigation of one burglary, which was done while the victim was at a funeral that had a public notice in the obituaries, led to nine similar incidents dating back to October of last year. Authorities noticed a pattern among the burglaries. They were done during the day, with the suspect targeting jewelry, watches, coins, and firearms for theft. Of course, got mm. firearms in there with the Florida. Uh, witnesses spotted his rental car in relation to the investigation for a recent victim in Auburndale which led to Rose's arrest on Monday as a suspect. Evidence found in the Kia led to search warrants for his home. There, officials also discovered his personal car, a gray Cadillac, which matched the description of a few other burglaries. Deputies charged him with crimes in the area of Auburndale, Mul- Auburndale Mulberry, Lakeland, and Haines City. Sheriff, uh, The sheriff held a press conference regarding the arrest, and called Rose, quote, lower than low, <laughs> which, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, someone who's willing to take advantage of people at a time like this has no compassion or consideration and is a true menace to society, he said. Yeah, it's like true social sociopathy. <laughs> I, I added that last part. Detective, detective said they found more items in his home that had not been reported stolen by the 10 current victims. So that means they, they might be even more. Yeah. That has led sheriff's officials to work with other law enforcement agencies um, across the state to find any other potential victims. Not great. Uh, oh, let me, if you want to pull up Facebook, I'll, I'll show you his mugshot here. His Florida man score. Is he a fucking Jafar? <laughs> I thought of that too. Yeah, if you want to look this up, uh, just look for a Florida man burglary funeral. Like, that's that's a choice. <laughs> yeah. So this it's just a, a white dude, of course, with like a... He's kind of has some scruffy beard. And then he has the little dot soul patch thing with a... J beard, a tiny J like like um, okay, pic- yeah. Picture Jafar and like his beard, and that's what he has. Yeah, picture Jafar with like severe diabetes because Jafar yeah. was very skinny. Yeah, picture <laughs> if Jafar was a white dude that. Well, he, well, yeah, I guess he's not. White. Yeah, he's, he's not like white. At least um, yeah. with a receding hairline, <laughs> who's was even more of an asshole than he was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Hard to do, but this is definitely, yeah. It puts Jafar to shame at this point. Mm-hmm. All right, so for his Florida man score, mugshot, as I showed you, is five points. Um, burglary and theft, two points. There's seven. Uh, home in question not owned by Florida man is two. But there were ten cases of that. <laughs> 
So this guy is going to set the record just on assholeness alone. Because that's 20 points we have here that mm. can count. So this guy has a total of 27. Mm. That's one of the highest ones. That is the highest one. That is the highest It has to be. I mean, 20 points in one is just Well, like... you've had that crazy story <laughs> where like the uh, person went into the animal uh, sanctuary or whatever. And got sat on, or I forget exactly. But, <laughs> I mean, but there might be one close, but yeah. I feel like since most of these categories are like three or four points, it'll be hard to get up to 27. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe someone was in the range of 18, 19, but I can't see anybody uh, beating this unless, you know, there's they a lot of like 20, like <laughs> 15 homes. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is de- definitely counts. I mean, he didn't own any of those homes. He he went into them, and uh, now he's going to face consequences. So. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not great. Horrible. Yeah. No advice here. Just, I mean, it's pretty... If you don't know what's wrong with that story, then um, get some help. <laughs> Personal, psychological, uh, talk to some family, get some help. All right, so from there, if you want to take it away and get into our topic, um, and then I'll wrap it up. Okay, so this is a very interesting story that I found. Um, I figured because my story from last week was pretty long, I'm going to make this pretty short just because I've been watching WandaVision and I was watching that episode as opposed to <laughs> to doing the story. Researching. And yeah, instead of researching. So this is a, a good one mm-hmm. still that, doesn't, that didn't require like trying to condense someone's life into like <laughs> yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah, an entire, yeah. Yeah. Prominent figure's life. Yeah. Um, so this is a story about Michael Malloy. Okay. Michael Malloy lived in New York City um, in the 1930s. And so do you know what was happening in the 1930s? I'm not sure. The Great Depression. Oh, yeah. I guess that did happen then, huh? Yeah. Um, so Malloy, or I'm going to call him Michael. Oh, by the way, like, when I was writing this story, because um, I know Michael is spelled, like, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, right. but I had a student that spelled it um, E-A-L, so I kept writing it like that. Like, <laughs> I had to get, I have to. People have to ruin it. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. Because, like, even when I read that, it's like, is that how you, that's not how you spell Michael, but yeah. that's how he spelled it. How can I in- inconvenience my child growing up? Let me go ahead and spell it like no one else does. Cause it'll be I cool. mean, it's not the worst name I've seen. It's not, but also, I can, I, part of me is like when they have just a weird spelling one that's like way different and it's just like a different name in general, I'm like, okay, they're just trying to be different. But this one, it's, the most common name ever, but they're just spelling it different. That's yeah. not that creative. I mean, maybe if it was like M-Y-K-A-L or something, then okay, that's different enough. But they just switched the two letters that no one... That's No, you're not cool. <laughs> Sorry, I, I want I thought another rant. Before, <laughs> like, and even before I was like, is it like Mikhail? <laughs> yeah. Not Michael? <laughs> But but then the yeah the parent yeah but it's like no it was Michael whatever what was that one that was like four S oh I forget I think it was a, like a TikTok or something that they were saying uh, I had a student that was forest I think they would say forest or forest oh but, but the number just, four no four S's oh the letter S anyways <laughs> um. 
So because he was living during the Great Depression, um, he was part of a lot of people at the time that were struggling to make ends meet. Um, he was homeless and an alcoholic. Hmm. Um, and so because of his alcoholism, um, he was um, a frequent patron of a speakeasy run by a man named Tony Marino. Michael would drink on credit until he passed out <laughs> and pay when he could. And due to the, his limited employment and frequent drinking, he owed a lot of money <laughs> to Tony. I mean, yeah. Don't just let someone run up a tab at will. Well, Especially an to- alcoholic. Well, Tony was desperate for money because, <laughs> he's not even getting that. because of the Great Depression. <laughs> and also, he would let customers keep tabs open, uh, okay. but a lot of them didn't end up paying it. Because, <laughs> yeah. again, like, the Great Depression, so he needed people to come in, but if they didn't have the money, like he, they wouldn't come in, they wouldn't be able to go to his speakeasy mm-hmm. and drink. So it was kind of like a not a good cycle. Yeah. Um. So in July 1932, Tony, along with two friends, had an idea to make money quickly. Mm-hmm. Um. This came from an idea that, um from something that Tony did a year earlier where he conned a homeless woman to get a life insurance policy for $2,000, which is about $38,000 in today's money, um, and, and named Tony the, as the beneficiary. Tony then murdered her and collected Jesus. the insurance money. God, I thought the burglar was bad. <laughs> yeah, Tony's not a good person. Um, <laughs> but again... Um, unfortunately during those times, you know, especially if you're homeless, like, and you go, if you die one day, I mean, you just assume it's because, you know, they starved or whatever else. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately. There's no, um, investigation into something like that. Yeah. Um, so Tony planned a similar con on Michael and returned for unlimited credit at his speakeasy. (laughs) Unlimited credit. Yeah. Michael got a life insurance policy and named Tony as a beneficiary. So his strategy was just to have him drink himself to death? Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, Tony didn't plan to kill Michael like he did the homeless woman. Uh, he figured that Michael would drink himself <laughs> yeah, to death. Yeah. Sort of, I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> um, he said, hey, you want a little another shot there, buddy? Yeah. No, I think I'm okay. Come on, just one more. <laughs> He's all on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> but killing Michael turned up be, turned out to be more difficult than he planned. Every day. Well, he planned not to, but I guess that guy just had well, I mean, to he, get he, liver he, of he is like gold. trying to kill him, but not like <laughs> not, not directly. actively. Not directly, yeah. yeah. Well, no, he's actively killing him, but not. <laughs> I, it's not something that. <laughs> I get what you're trying to say. He's not mm-hmm. like committing the yeah. act of it, but he's directly involved in supplying him. Uh, yeah. yeah, you guys get I mean, it, it's, right? Just logistically, it's not the worst idea. Yeah. If you have no morals, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Every day, Michael would drink all throughout his waking hours without any noticeable de- decline in his health. What? To speed things up, like my dad. <laughs> um, to speed things up, Tony and his partners in crime added antifreeze to Michael's booze. Jesus. Okay, now that's active. Yeah, <laughs> I think we've crossed the line into actively murdering. But Michael simply kept 
drinking the poison alcohol until he passed out and then asked for more when he came to. <laughs> He's like, hold on. He's like. Man, I don't know what you added to this, but it's so much better now. There you go. Thanks for completing that for me. <laughs> <laughs> when the antifreeze didn't work, Tony replaced the antifreeze with turpentine. <laughs> um, and, I, and I've heard of turpentine, but I don't know what is it, it turpentine? is. Turpentine? Turpentine? I don't know. Um, something like that. Something like that. So I actually looked it up because I know that antifreeze is obviously poisonous. Right. <laughs> but I looked up what turpentine does to you. So according to drugs.com. <laughs> drugs.com. Yeah. <laughs> Your homepage. Yeah, I go there all the time. I Like <laughs> my search, search history is pretty sketchy after researching this story. Yeah. You need a new Google account. <laughs> keep. Um. It's like they if you if you like if you die tomorrow and they find my history, <laughs> they're gonna que- they're gonna question me for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you probably get all these weird targeted ads, Facebook ads. <laughs> what? I murder your husband? <laughs> yeah. Here are five simple ways to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the third one will shock you. <laughs> um, what was I? Okay. If you ingest it, um, turpentine is highly toxic. With fatal poisonings reported in children that have ingested as little as 15 milliliters. Yeah, wow, yeah. That's not a lot. Yeah. The average fatal oral dose is 15 to uh, 150 milliliters. Hmm. Toxic effects may include oral burning and pain, thirst, cough, vomiting, diarrhea, headache, insomnia, dizziness, urine odor similar to violets which is like does Wait, your, hold on <laughs> what was that urine odor similar to violets urine odor similar to violets i i was like so does that mean like your pee smells like lavender because that sounds great <laughs> i don't know what that means violets like the color i guess but it's it says urine odor yeah urine odor is so like can violet so you smell Purple? <laughs> I don't, yeah. Isn't there a term for if you smell colors? Like it's a weird kind of, I don't know. No, I'm just taking it as in you, your pee smells like <laughs> lavender. Right, let's go take some turpentine then. Yeah. Um, difficulty urining, hypertension, coma, and death. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I was, I was waiting for death. However, uh, Michael was unfazed. So Tony switched to um, using a horse ailment. Using what? Horse ailment. Ailment? Ailment, yeah. Which is what the article says it's like a liquid Bengay. So I guess I'd say they put it, they use, it's like an ointment for horses. It's called an ailment? Yeah. Or, yeah. A-I-L mint? Well, L-I-N-I mint. L-I-N-I. Uh, liniment? liniment? Oh wait, Lin- liniment? This uh, article's using fucking weird words that don't make sense in the context, but I guess liniment? Something like that. Okay, sorry, I don't... I mean, ailment is definitely not right. That's why yeah. I was like, what the hell? A horse ailment? Like it's injured? <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry. Um, Yeah, I'm guessing maybe it's something that they expect. Anyway. Sure. Uh, Michael gulped it down and asked for more. <laughs> Tony then added rat poison to the mix, but Michael didn't notice it. I mean, I hope bad now he knows he is murdering him. He's trying to murder him. He's not. Yeah, he's, he's not actively. Not, now he's actively yeah. trying to murder him. What's <laughs> wrong with this guy, though? <laughs> then Tony gave Michael oysters soaked in wood alcohol, which is um, 
Probably not great. <laughs> I don't even know another term I don't know. Well, I think it's it's used to treat wood like it's <laughs> okay. To, yeah, so it's like something they used to like you know um, improve like the the shininess yeah. of the wood. But that didn't work. <laughs> then <laughs> Tony gave him a spoiled sardine sandwich sprinkled with metal shavings. Okay. <laughs> How do you just give him to that? Like, he he just gives him that. Well. And, like, the, he just eats it? it? Like, okay. Well, I mean, looks, you, looks he's, he's drinking a he's lot. He's just drunk at this point. He's like, oh, this looks good. What's this um, little silver in here? Okay, it tastes fine. It's like, uh, uh, maybe he thinks it's like that edible gold. <laughs> yeah. But metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, that didn't work as well. God. Um, finally, deciding nothing he ate or drank <laughs> would kill him, Tony and his co-conspirators decided to freeze him to death. Hmm. On one cold winter night, when the temperature temperature dropped to minus uh, 14 Fahrenheit, they waited for Michael to pass out. And when he did, they carried him to the park, <laughs> dumped him in the snow, and poured five gallons of water on his chest to make sure he froze solid. Oh, shit. Michael showed up the next day for his booze on credit. <laughs> this can't be a real story. It's it's absolutely true. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Michael Malloy. Malloy. He okay. he he's Irish. He's an Irish. I, I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. Um, that must be it. The drinking that he he might be the origination of an Irish being able to drink like that. Uh, I think that goes back. <laughs> yeah, it goes back. back further. Yeah, not origination, but one of the main uh, um, predecessors and. Yeah, I, I can tell you why. I know this is true when we when I go at the end of the story. Oh, okay. Um, you you can do the same things. You can eat that sandwich and be fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so Tony and his conspirators ran him over <laughs> with a taxi owned by one of the plotters. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hiding it anymore. How does the life insurance kick in at this point? <laughs> Aren't there are there barriers? Like if you actively run someone over, you don't uh, get it. I don't know. <laughs> kind of life insurance policies. I mean, this is the 30s. Yeah. So who knows? Oh uh, yeah. It's just if they die in general, you just get the money. I guess so. Um, but all that did was put Michael in the hospital for three weeks with some broken bones. He reappeared at the speakeasy soon as, as soon as he was discharged from the hospital. So he still has no clue who's doing all this? Yeah, I guess, I mean, if you get run over by a taxi, you don't see who it is. Like, you're not going to think it's your friend at the bar. I guess. Who's giving you wow. poison alcohol and <laughs> a sandwich with which uh, uh, shavings in it? Yeah. Um, on February twenty second, nineteen thirty three. So this is several months later. Yeah. So this has been going on for quite a while. Several months since they started mm-hmm. to try to kill him. And by the way, at this point, like they spent a lot of money. Like yeah. with all the alcohol, yeah, imagine. Yeah, they probably paid for his tab with their own. <laughs> well, and he's drinking every day, yeah. and and a lot. So crazy. Yeah. So at this point, so they stuck a, ga- a gas hose in his mouth, 
Um, so and so a- after he passed out from drinking too much, they turned on the jets, and so they killed him from carbon monoxide and poisoning uh, okay. that way. That, that finally got him. Yeah, and then Tony was able to collect the life insurance money. <laughs> okay. However, rumors began of Michael's incredible inability to die. <laughs> Um, that earned him the nicknames Iron Mike and Mike the Durable. Mm, yeah. When the insurers heard the rumors, they contacted the police. Michael's body was exhumed and re-examined, and the truth came out. The plotters were tried and convicted in 1934. The one got a prison sentence, while um, the other one and Tony got the electric chair. Oh, shit. Nice. Yes. And, yeah, and that's how they died. So. But after they were electrified... They came back two days later. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the reason why I know this happened is because there's actually, in one of the articles, I didn't save it, um, there's actually like a picture of of uh, Michael, like after, he, well, after he died, mm-hmm. when they're doing an autopsy uh-huh. of his body, like, there's a picture. And he's giving a thumbs up like, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> like, what up, bitches? <laughs> wow. Quite a story. Very yeah, I think that's one of the first cases where they they did like uh um uh, like an examination of a person's body. Oh, okay. Uh, like a like a forensics. Yeah. So. I mean, if there's ever one to do, it's that guy. Like, <laughs> I would take anything I can. Like, hey, how did he resist all this stuff? Mm-hmm. What does he have special about him that? Yeah, I think it was also kind of sketchy because um you know um Tony also murdered that. Other woman and got the life insurance money. Right. Yeah. So that would probably raise in my brows. Probably. So yeah. Okay. So that's Michael Malloy. A very very Mindy type story. Right? <laughs> very good. Um, all right, let's wrap it up here. This is a pretty quick one um, from February this month. Again, very recent. This is from the Guardian, and um, here's the headline. Smuggler found with nearly 1,000 cacti and succulents strapped to her body. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Even the baby ones, like, it's got to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll show you um, when I'm getting to the end. They have pictures of the cacti and stuff, so mm. maybe it won't be as, like, they're not, like, what you would picture you know arizona cactus you know with the three little prongs and (laughs) obviously but all right a woman has been sentenced in new zealand after being caught trying to smuggle nearly 1,000 cacti and succulents strapped to her body okay Hmm. well i'm just thinking the logistics of that but maybe if you show me the picture then maybe that'll give me a better visual on how she was able yeah i'll show you at the end yeah um when king lee known as wendy uh, pled guilty at the Manukau District Court to charges under two separate violations of biosecurity laws attempting to bring in plants from China. It's Wen King, like W-A-N-Q-I-N-G. So. Mm. Uh, in March 2019, the 38-year-old who lives in Auckland attempted to smuggle 947 succulents and cacti by putting them inside stockings and strapping them on her body. The plants are worth over $10,000 and included eight endangered and threatened species. Wow. Yeah. Um, when she was noticed by a detector dog on arrival at Auckland International <laughs> Airport, it's like guys. I know, like maybe there's bigger people, but her body is like bumpy. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you not see there's something wrong with her? <laughs> a thousand, yeah, exactly. 
I just I'm impressed that they the dogs even can sniff out like cacti and they're like, hey, this this is even. Weird. Well, I'm sure. I mean, that's maybe a different just anything smell. that's weird. Yeah, anything that's not like human, they just like, or you know. Yeah. This is come check this person out. <laughs> so she was noticed by a detector dog. She tried to dispose of the hall. Uh, she tried to dispose of the cacti in the toilets, um, where. Uh, the Ministry for Primary Industries said in a statement, there was a large amount of plant material found. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, she intended to sell them, um, which were said to have a high commercial value, on the online marketplace Trade Me. I guess it's just like a site or something. Mm-hmm. In a separate incident in July 2019, she was found to have 142 unauthorized seeds hidden inside commercially packaged iPad covers in her luggage, as well as more than 200 plant pots, one of which contained a snail. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, this is all so random. Very unusual, (laughs) I would say. Yeah. Uh, On Wednesday, Lee was sentenced to 12 months of intensive supervision and 100 hours of community work. This just goes to show you, like, the uh, penalty system over in, like, New Zealand compared to here, where she would probably get, like, Firing squad or something. <laughs> um, Solitary confinement. Which yeah. um, is like fucking torture, by the way. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. We should do an episode on that sometime. sometime well, actually, like, you know what's... In, yeah. Well, you know what I learned recently? Because I did a training on um, kids that um, get tried and sent are, self, are sent to adult prisons. Hmm. Because there's some states where, like, children, like, as young as 16 are, are tried as adults. And so, um, and so there's this law, like, if you can't get, like, federal money unless you follow, like, some laws for, you know, children that get charged with crimes. Mm-hmm. And so one of them is, like, if they're put in an adult jail, they can't be seen or, like, they can't hear, like, adult prisoners. Oh. And so a lot of the, because, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of risk for them being assaulted yeah and so a lot of the times the prisons put them in solitary confinement Hmm. and like it's just like for their protection yeah but it's like it's like if you're in 20 for 23 hours a day you're in a room where there's no windows you have no interaction with anyone yeah i'm gonna protect you by psychologically torturing you for 23 hours a day to protect you from psychological damage yeah yeah so yeah if you um, I sent you the link if you want to look at you can see the uh, oh the littles yeah they're just like little ones but there's a lot <laughs> different <laughs> kinds um, mm-hmm. so yeah she got that sentence uh, but even a thousand that seems like a lot yeah even though, even though they're little that's a lot yeah investigators said the sentence was a good reminder that anyone who smuggles plants or other endangered species into New Zealand can expect to be prosecuted uh, our economy and way of life is dependent on keeping these threats out of the country. So, yeah. yeah. That is a uh, one King Lee. I don't know why she has multiple times trying to smuggle plants. Like, I feel like hopefully this is the last straw. Mm, I guess maybe Chinese people want cacti in their homes. <laughs> well, she wants to sell them, distribute them because they're valuable, but yeah. different ways to go about it, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, so there you go. A lot of unusual crimes, a lot of ranting about kids. I think we're done. There you go. We still went kind of long, but I guess we just had a lot to say. <laughs> we'll be back next week with uh, a topic we probably will come up with at the last second. 
Most likely. Yeah. So on that note, let's go ahead and raise our glasses here. Go grab a refill. Okay, bye. This kid is like typically developing. He's just a shit kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.